the memoire. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. The Gulf South. It's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Radio. Good morning. You're listening to Wake Up on a beautiful Friday morning. We're so glad to have you with us today. I'm Gabby Smith, along with Alicia Corbido and Damian Collado. Hey, guys. Good happy morning. Friday. Happy Friday. Ciao. I know. I, okay, yesterday afternoon I was feeling a little like it would have been Friday, so today I must feel like it's Monday, right? No. <laughs> uh, I, I don't hope not. It's Friday. <laughs> well, it's going to be a happy Friday. You know what? Even better than yeah. Friday. Okay. Today is the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. That is good. It's a beautiful feast day, mm-hmm. which reminds me, it is first Friday. It is the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary, and it is our first Friday rosary at Catholic Community Radio. Uh, if you are in the Baton Rouge area and you want to join us, we will pray the rosary. I think today we're going to be outside by our beautiful statue. It's so nice out. Oh, yeah. So we have some treats from the Heavenly Donut. We have some River Road coffee brewing, and we'd love for you to join us to pray with us after the show. A little after eight. Yeah. We'll be ready to pray. So stop by. We're ready to pray right now. We are. We are. So let's Mm -hmm. begin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Pour forth, we beseech you, O Lord, your grace into our hearts, that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ, your Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lady of the Rosary, pray for us. Pray for us. We are streaming live on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com and in the search box, put in Catholic Community Radio, hit that subscribe button and click on the bell. So whenever we go live or publish a video, you will instantly get a notification. So Catholic Community Radio on YouTube, definitely check us out on there. We have a great show today, starting off with Eric Miller. He's the state advocate for the Louisiana State Council for the Knights of Columbus. And today he joins us to give us his update Uh, with the Knights of Columbus. That'll be in about six minutes. Steve Ray joins us in 18 minutes. He's a Catholic convert and he's a world traveler, really. Uh, And he's going to be talking about angels. And you guys, Steve has some great research and insights on angels. Definitely recommend. If you want to learn something new, stay tuned for Steve's segment because I always learn something new during Steve Ray's segment. And in 35 minutes, Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, joins us to talk about New Orleans-style hot tamales. So, as always, I'm open, but uh, I don't know about this one, (laughs) but we will, I'm open to learning more and hearing what Jeff has to say. And in 48 minutes, Father Paul Yee joins us. He's a pastor at St. George Catholic Church in Baton Rouge. And today he's going to be talking about Our Lady of the Rosary. And real quick, Damien, before we go to weather, I know my brother is not awake right now, or maybe he is, but today is his 26th birthday, so happy mm-hmm. birthday. I love you, and right. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, great uh, great month for birthdays. That's right, it is. Mm-hmm. You and Alicia mm-hmm. and 
yours truly. We all have birthday. Mine's Sunday. Yeah, that's and right. And Gabby, when's yeah. yours? Mine's uh, Monday. 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 Yeah, that's right. So. And, and one yeah. of our super duper volunteers, Sharon's baby's birthday was yesterday. Oh, goodness. Look yeah. at that. It's just a birthday month. <laughs> it is. Go figure. Yeah. In the meantime, <laughs> F U N in the S U N. Because that's what we've got weather wise. It is going to be fun in the sun and abundantly uh, possible to get out there and enjoy this beautiful day as well as weekend and if you're into football high school football games tonight ought to be very pleasant to attend same thing holds true for the weekend for you tailgaters no matter what game you're going to it's going to be great and uh, temperature over the weekends high is going to be in the mid 80s the low in the mid 50s oh man I, it's unbelievable we're blessed wow. for sure and uh, no rain in the forecast until wednesday that's what they're projecting at this Hello, point. Hello, I'm Chef John Fault. And I'm Father Jeff Bay. We're here at St. Peter's in Rome, and you can be too. For a $100 sweepstakes entry, you can win an all-expense-paid trip for two to Rome and Tuscany. All proceeds go to fight human trafficking. Here in Louisiana, Metanoia Manor rescues juvenile victims sold into sex trafficking. So please go to our website, www.fatherjeff.com, and help us fight this terrible problem. Get your entry now at frjeff.com. Helm Paint and Decorating is a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio. Helm Paint and Decorating provides quality paint and supplies as well as painting and decorating equipment for residential projects, commercial, and interior designers. Helm Paint and Decorating is growing with locations throughout the area, including Mid-City, Lakeview, Uptown, Metairie, Mandeville, and coming to Gretna. Helm Paint and Decorating. 504-861-8179. Hey, it's Mike from TikTok Cafe in the section of Causeway 910. I crossed the causeway this morning, as I always do, to meet my friend, Vince Liberto. Not many people know this, but the Causeway Bridge was built years ago so that I, Michael, could say the Holy Rosary on the way to work and so that I could listen to Catholic Community Radio on the way home just to decompress. Hoping you can join me at the TikTok one day. Wishing all a blessed day. This is Scott Craig, and I'm a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio. You might already know me from my days at Brother Martin, UNO, or even the Old Parkway Tavern. Now I have Katie's in Mid-City, Francesca in Lakeview, or Bienvenue in Harahan. I hope you come visit. I'd love to introduce you to some of the finest cuisine in our region. That's Katie's in Mid-City, Francesca in Lakeview, or Bienvenue in Harahan. Today's Gospel is taken from Luke chapter 11. When Jesus had driven out a demon, some of the crowd said, By the power of Beelzebul, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others, to test him, asked him for a sign from heaven. But he knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself will be laid waste, and house will fall against house. And if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that it is by Beelzebul that I drive out demons. If I then drive out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your own people drive them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his palace, his possessions are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks and overcomes him, he takes away the armor on which he relied and distributes the spoils. Whoever is not with me is against me. 
and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of someone, it roams through arid regions searching for rest, but finding none, it says, I shall return to my home from which I came. But on returning, it finds it swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and brings back seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, who move in and dwell there. And the last condition of that man is worse than the first. Thank you, Father Chris, for that gospel reading. And it is nine after the hour on this happy, happy Friday morning. So glad you could join us. With us right now is Eric Miller, state advocate of the Louisiana State Council with the Knights of Columbus, always here to give us some great news and things that they're doing. And boy, they are very active this time of year. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, good morning. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you, as always. All right, some of the events coming our way uh, regarding the Knights of Columbus. In particular, I want to touch on the Silver Rose is coming. Share with us what that is and the meaning behind it. So the Silver Rose uh, is a Silver Rose that travels across the uh, United States um, and stops off at various church parishes uh, where Mass will be held uh, in prayers for the Silver Rose. Um, the, the program started years ago and in fact has become so popular we have two roses that travel around or uh, that are in Louisiana. Uh, one is already in Louisiana um, and one will be here this weekend I believe. Okay. So. Uh, one goes through kind of the northern part of the state, one's through the southern part of the state, uh, and it's in honor of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and it's to promote respect for life by participating uh, in this pilgrimage as the rose travels across the, the United States. Um, and so if you have any interest in it, you can go to uh, our Louisiana Knights of Columbus website, louisianakc.org, and there's actually a schedule of where it is uh, and where it will be on what day and people can go and find a local parish and participate that's uh, great a wonderful wonderful event and, and, it, so, and it's to promote right to life to some degree correct Un wonderful yeah okay now i know the knights of columbus have some of the best athletes the state has ever had and i know you guys love sporting events the golf tournament kicks off today if i'm not mistaken in homa huh uh, I, that is, I think you're right. Um, I was focused on the the uh, uh, nine ball tournament that's coming up on November. Yeah, you see, he's a pool shark. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was coming up. Um, the, the golf tournament, uh, yeah, it starts to, this weekend. Um, so it wasn't on my list because people couldn't get registered. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sorry I brought that up. But I know I just wanted to... Uh, <laughs> Remind those tee off is at one o'clock over <laughs> at uh, Ellendale Country Club. So uh, you knights uh, who are playing golf, you still got plenty of time to get there and mm -hmm. sign in and get your ditty bag. But uh, yeah, the pool tournament's coming up in November though, uh, over in Lafayette. Yeah, it's right? coming November. Uh, it'll be at Max Pool Hall in Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, again, you can go to our website um, and get registration information. Um, and registered to do that. Um, but yeah, we've got lots of stuff coming up uh, this month, as you indicated. Um, October, November is very, very busy for the Knights of Columbus. Uh, we've got our annual Memorial Mass, 
for Baton Rouge coming up on Saturday, November 5th at St. Patrick's. Uh, and that's to recognize and honor all our past uh, Knights of Columbus who have uh, died in the last year. Um, so I encourage everybody to get their information to the Dyson Administrator District Deputy so we can honor all those who have passed away. Um, we've got the soccer challenges coming up, so hopefully folks have been participating in that on the council level because the uh, uh, Baton Rouge Diocese is October 16th with the state coming up on November 13th, so those dates are coming up quick. Um, but in Baton Rouge, we have the Dyson Gumbo Contest coming up oh, on goodness. Saturday, October 29th. And that'll be at Copper Mills Golf Course in Zachary. Um, and so if you want to go uh, come out and taste a lot of different gumbo, uh, you can come out uh, and watch how the various night councils uh, prepare their gumbo. And they're all trying to get to the state competition. So hmm. on October 29th, if you're in the Zachary area, I would encourage you to come by. Copper Mills Golf Course and uh, taste the uh, taste the gumbo. Yeah, um, and it's always great. And it's a variety of gumbos. It's right. Everybody kind of cooks the one they like the best. Or think they do. Good. They do. They have certain criteria that they must include or have. But um, it's all chicken and sausage gumbo. So uh, oh, yes, yeah, it, it tastes different. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has their own different recipe. Uh, and it all can taste very, very different. So encourage mm-hmm. everybody to come out. Last that. but not uh, least, I know the essay contest isn't coming up until uh, November, but it's probably now a good time to give everybody a heads up for that because that's a it's really special for you guys. It is. It is. So I encourage everyone, um, all the youth, to participate in the essay contest. The deadline's coming up on November fifteenth. Uh, and councils and schools can get more uh, information again on our website uh, that you know has the information needed on how to participate in, in that essay contest. There you go. And where do they go for uh, the website? Real quick, we'll wrap up. LouisianaKC.org. Eric Miller, thank you so much. As always, have a wonderful weekend. It should be great. God bless y'all. God bless you. All right, folks, 15 after the hour on this Friday morning. Don't go too far because Say Hey, Steve Ray is next on Wake Up. <laughs> Every city has a great donut shop, and the Heavenly Donut is a Baton Rouge favorite. Early every morning, Shane and Kara Castile begin making fresh homemade donuts, kolaches, and dozens of other tasty delights that will surely put a smile on your face. If you're in the mood for a king cake, the Heavenly Donut can customize one for you year-round. So don't worry, the Heavenly Donut has you covered. The Heavenly Donut, I-10 at Highland Road in Baton Rouge. Did you know Woman's New Life Clinic offers free abortion pill reversal? I'm Allison Millette, CEO of Woman's New Life Clinic. We offer free services for women in unplanned pregnancies, including pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, professional counseling, and abortion pill reversal, as well as low-cost women's health care. Please support women in need at womansnewlife.com slash donate.
If you're looking for that special and unique gift, be it rosaries, statues, handcrafted art, or jewelry, stop by the Shepherd Staff Gift Shop at Sister Dulcie's Ministry, located on the grounds of Cypress Springs Mercedarian Prayer Center, 17560 George O'Neill Road. Remember, when you shop at the Shepherd Staff Gift Shop, you're shopping with a purpose. Shepherd Staff Gift Shop is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Programming for Catholic Community Radio is underwritten through the generosity of American Luxury Limousines, specializing in transportation for corporate, weddings, or special occasions. Our chauffeurs and staff make the difference. American Luxury Limousines, 504-269-5466 or AmericanLuxury.com. That's 504-269-5466 or AmericanLuxury.com. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for October 7th. Today we celebrate Our Lady of the Rosary. Pope Pius V established this feast in 1573 to thank God for a Christian military victory over the Turks two years earlier, a victory attributed to praying the rosary. The development of the rosary has a long history. First, a practice developed of praying 150 Our Fathers in imitation of the 150 Psalms. Then there was a parallel practice of praying 150 Hail Marys. Soon, a mystery of Jesus' life was attached to each Hail Mary. In the 16th century, the rosary was developed to include 15 mysteries, five joyful, five sorrowful, and five glorious. In 2002, Pope John Paul II added the five luminous mysteries to this devotion. The rosary's main focus is on Jesus but it also makes us aware that Mary was and is intimately joined with her Son in all the mysteries of His earthly and heavenly existence. Through the Rosary, we sense that Jesus and Mary are with us too in the joys and sorrows of life. It allows us to grow in hope that God will bring us to share in the glory of Jesus and Mary forever. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. It is 19 past the hour. Thanks so much for tuning in this morning. So right before the break, we were talking to Eric Miller with the Louisiana State Council for the Knights of Columbus, or he is the Louisiana State Council for the Knights of Columbus in the state of Louisiana. But if you're heading over to cruising the coast this weekend, which a lot of people are, the Knights of Columbus have a huge parking lot next to Our Lady of the Gulf right there on Beach Boulevard. Please support the Knights. Parking is $10 all day, and it just benefits the Knights of Columbus and the wonderful work that they do over in the Diocese of Biloxi. So you can't miss it. It's right next to Our Lady of the Gulf on Beach Boulevard. If you're heading over to Cruising the Coast in Bay St. Louis this weekend, uh, consider supporting the Knights by parking in the parking lot. Okay, Steve Ray joins us. He's a Catholic convert and world traveler, and he's always so busy. We're so grateful to have him with us today because we're talking about angels. And Steve, you have a lot to say about this topic. Well, the Bible has a lot to say about this topic. Um, it's, it's, uh, if you flip through Scripture, almost every other page mentions angels somewhere on average. So it's really uh, a topic. And most Americans, even though we're becoming secular, most Americans still believe there's something about angels. There's something out there called angels or ministering spirits. So, yes, that's, there's a lot about angels. Now, I was on the journey home one time. 
and that's the uh, Marcus Grodeis EWTN program where they interview converts. And they asked me, a guy called in and he said, how do I build a relationship with my guardian angel? Well, that, that one threw me for a loop there because you know, I, I never really thought of building a relationship at that, you know, with a guardian angel. But I said, well, you'll have to ask my young daughter. And I just left a pregnant pause there for a moment, and then I explained why. When our daughter Emily, when we became Catholic, she was very young, I maybe six or seven years old. And after we became Catholic, she wouldn't sit at her chair at the table correctly when we were eating. She would always sit with one half of her little butt over the side <laughs> of the chair. And we said, Emily, sit in your chair correctly. I can't, Emily. Do what your father said, sit in your chair while you're eating correctly. She said, I can't. I said, why not? She says, because that other half of the chair is saved for my guardian angel oh, to sit with me. That is so precious. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, a lot of t- Jesus said, unless we become like little children, we're never going to enter the kingdom of God. And I think there's a lot to that. The simplicity, the openness, the willingness to have faith in in um, in God and in angels. And as we get older, we get more crusty, you know, more mm-hmm. stubborn and mm-hmm. set in our ways, and we're only going to believe what our eyes see. But I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why uh, they say the Bible says Jesus said, "Unless you become like little children." But angels are everywhere, and we can't see them because they're invisible, because they're pure spirit. Angel is not what they are. Angel is what they do. Mm-hmm. What they do is angel, which is the Greek word for messenger. They are messengers for God. Mm-hmm. What they are is pure spirits. So they are spirits. They do angel. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. that's invisible. And go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, and in regarding to um, guardian angels, that's kind of what I was thinking we'd kind of hit on a little bit mm-hmm. today. Uh, it's been said that all of us have two angels assigned to us: a good angel and a bad angel. In other words, no. Satan doesn't <laughs> leave no. us alone. And that mm-hmm. there are evil angels too. And these were these were spiritual beings, all created by God. Lucifer, the great and beautiful creature of God, angel, and he rebelled. And a third of the angels in heaven rebelled with him and were cast out of heaven. They became the evil spirits, the demons we read about in the in the New Testament. And I can tell people from my own experience, this is not mythology or just a spiritual gobbledygook talk. This is I've seen people with demons in them, and I've seen what they can do, and I've heard voices come out of people that were not their voices. I've Mm -hmm. seen this happen. Demons and the devil are real. They're not just kind of an element of evil that we attribute bad things to. They are real persons, real individuals that are out to get us. But we also have good angels, and they are working for God, and they can always win because God is more powerful. The devil and them, they're all just creatures, too. God is not a creature. Mm-hmm. He's the creator. So a, a couple of verses about um, guardian angels. Where the, where the heck do you find that in the Bible, right? Well, yeah. in Matthew, <laughs> Matthew 18, it says, So see that you do not despise one of these little ones, children. For I tell you that in heaven their angels always behold the face of my Father who is in heaven. So don't ever despise a child because that child has an angel assigned to them that stands before mm-hmm. God in heaven. 
that's pretty potent. And when you think of the whole abortion issue today, that we despise the little ones that God has created in the mother's womb, and we despise even to the point where now they're saying you can kill the baby once it's born or coming out or whatever. This is just the her most horrendous thing that our culture is doing. But it says, do not despise these little ones because they are angels that stand before God in heaven. Anyone that offends one of these little children in any evil way is going to be held accountable by God. There's another one that's uh, kind of interesting. Peter was put in prison in Acts chapter 12, and then um, he, the angels came and they released him from prison. They broke his chains and he came out and he went to the house where all the other Christians were. He knocked on the door. And the girl there, she, her name was Rhoda, she said, um, well, no, no, it's not. It's Peter standing at the gate. And she said, no, you're mad. It must be his angel. So mm-hmm. they knew he was in prison. Somebody knocked on the door and said, it's Peter. They said, no, it can't be Peter. He's in prison. It must be his angel. So already the early mm-hmm. Christians with a Jewish background understood that there were angels assigned to us. And then I'll, the last one I'll read is in Hebrews chapter 1. Are angels not ministering spirits sent to serve all of us who are to obtain salvation? In other words, there are ministering spirits that have been sent to serve us to help us get our salvation, and those of us yeah. who are on our way to heaven have been given us to serve us. So we don't see them. I have I have a couple times, though, known that there was an angel there because a couple times when I was driving, I looked down, and I wasn't paying attention, and all of a sudden, my head jerked up, and I swerved, almost oh, wow. not mm-hmm. in my, of my doing. And this mm-hmm. twice, I think, that's happened to me, and I missed the car by an inch. I would have been yeah. dead. Yeah. And, yeah. Know, yeah. I, I, now you ask the question: Why do you? Why do we get an accident sometimes? Then if angels are there, well, I, we don't know that. But I, I know at least on two occasions I was my life was saved that way. And I, I Steve, well, I'll tell you. Go ahead. Well, I was always told, and maybe I'm wrong, um, is you should not name your guardian angel. You know, if you want to connect with your guardian angel, what what is the correct response to that? Well, you're, you're right. The church has never encouraged, in fact, that discourages trying to do that. You can't see the angel. They're, they're there to serve you. And um, there's nothing that gives us an indication that we should be trying to name them. Or And I, I'm not the right one to ask about how to have a, a relationship with a guardian angel, because that's not something I've thought a lot about. Um, but I know there are others who have. But I know that they're there, and I know that they take care yeah. of us. And just like this, when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said that the spirits, the angels came and ministered to him. What does that mean? I don't know. But it means ministered means to serve, to take care of, to help, to strengthen. Another time I I think that I saw an angel, actually, was when uh, when I was first a Christian, when I was probably 18 years old, a couple of us guys, we we were very bold evangelical Protestants, and we went out to this place where we called it Beer Hill, where all the druggies and all the people out there drinking and partying on the weekends. It was really a a wild place. And I remember we went up and we rolled a trash barrel. We flipped it over, and I stood on top of it, and I started preaching to all these people how they needed to get their lives right with God, and they had that call, and they were going to stone me. In fact, a couple of people picked up rocks, and they said, let's stone him. And this big guy that I never saw, I never knew who he was, and he just appeared there, and then he, I, I didn't see where he went, but he stood in front of me, and he told everybody, don't you touch him. And then he disappeared. He left, and nobody touched me. And I ha- I've always, through my whole life, thought that was an angel that stepped wow. in. Yeah. The only reason I, I think sometimes, Steve, that uh, 
because there there have been some people who have encouraged others mm-hmm. to name their uh, guardian angel if yeah. they know. And I think that's something one ought to pray on. You mm-hmm. don't just right. come up with yeah. a name and call it Fred. Mm-hmm. Right. But the, uh, uh, yeah. the, the reason I say that is there are some angels that have names. Mm-hmm. You know, St. Right. Michael. Oh, sure. And so that's the yeah. only reason, uh, you know, I think if you pray on it and, and God interjects a name or a name comes to mind that you feel a connection with i i, I don't see any harm in that or or do you think there may be i don't know i the church has never encouraged it in fact it discourages it i know i can't, I can't quote a book and chapter and verse right now but naming something is kind of the ownership when you have a child you name mm. him the father names him because he has the authority mm-hmm. to and God, if the angels have names, God is the one that created them and gotcha. assigns them their job. He's the one that would give them their name. Mm. Um, they come to serve me. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't see I'm in a place to name an angel that God created and sent out because he, he has, he's the one that has the authority to give that name. Naming something is very significant. When you name yes. something, Adam was given the responsibility to name the animals in the Garden of Eden mm. because he had been given stewardship mm. over them. Mm-hmm. And so he was able Steve, to name them. We're out of yeah. time, and I, okay. I wish we could have, you know, two hours to talk about this topic, but where can we go to find out more information about you? CatholicConvert.com. I just got back from Israel, now I'm heading to Greece with 90 people. <laughs> of course. Of course you are. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be with us today. You're welcome. Thank you. God bless you all. God <laughs> bless you, Steve. Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, will join us when we come back from the break. It is half past the hour on Wake Up. True Blue Water is a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio. True Blue Water serves East and West Baton Rouge, Livingston, Ascension, and Iberville parishes, delivering artesian, fluoride, and filtered water to your home or work. Remember the spelling of True Blue, T-R-U-B-L-U-E, True Blue Water. For information, visit True Blue Water online at trublewewater.com or 225-313-1299. Hi, y'all. I'm Chef John Falls, a longtime supporter of Catholic Community Radio. I'm inviting the guys to Catholic Man Night, Wednesday, November the 2nd. I'm recruiting good Catholic men to join the Fraternity of Belief for just $250. The fraternity will meet at 5 p.m. and entitles you to cigars, pre-dinner libations, a private tour of White Oak Estate and Gardens, plus a sampling of liquor from my own distillery. Or for $125, enjoy a strolling buffet of hors d'oeuvres, seafood, and wild game. Plus, you'll hear from LSU legendary baseball coach Paul Maneri as our special guest speaker. Reservations are going fast, y'all, so book yours now at ccradio.live. Sponsor a priest or bring a friend. Just buy your reservations for Catholic Man Night on Wednesday, November 2nd. Do it now at ccradio.live. Presented by Oland Group. Catholic Community Radio is underwritten by Avery Brothers. Avery Brothers is the industry leader in foundation repair, specializing in the raising of homes, shoring, leveling, and foundation repair. Avery Brothers has been serving in the New Orleans area since 1840. That's over 175 years. Call us at 504-488-2671 
or on the web at AveryBrothers.com. Look around you everywhere. Look around, my friend. You can see Jesus along your way. This is John Blanchard with the Rock and Bowl at Yale College Inn, right across the street from Notre Dame Seminary on South Carrollton Avenue. We feel blessed to be in such close proximity to God's great work. Chef Baker Guevara and our culinary kitchen crew are putting together great creations that continue to delight New Orleanians and their families. Rock and Bowl and Yule College Inn is New Orleans. Please think of us for your next family get-together. Shrimp ramelade and fried green tomatoes, oysters blue, fresh vegetables from our gardens next door. This is where great food meets great New Orleans people and has been serving New Orleans families for generations. Come and join us. Yes, I felt the love of Jesus, Christ our King. Get better sleep with a new mattress from Baton Rouge Mattress Outlet, a proud supporter of Catholic Community Radio, providing a selection of brand name mattresses, adjustable bed frames, and Maloof pillows and sheets. Baton Rouge Mattress Outlet, 225-930-5779. 4065 Florida Boulevard and Jefferson at Hushitu Road. Open 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, noon to 4 on Sundays. See Mitch and the gang at Baton Rouge Mattress Outlet. Hi, this is Peter Finney and this is your Clarion Herald Minute. More than 350 priests from across the state of Louisiana came to New Orleans for the Louisiana Priest Convention. Archbishop Amon says the gathering was a great opportunity for the priests to come together for prayer, study, and fellowship. Second Harvest Food Bank, an affiliated ministry of the Archdiocese of New Orleans, is celebrating 40 years of ministry in providing food to the hungry. This issue has a four-page special on the history of Second Harvest and how its newly renovated facility in Elmwood will allow it to reach many more families in need of food. We have coverage of the NOLA Catholic Youth Conference, which drew about 500 teenagers to Jesuit High School last weekend. And the Archdiocese has hired Dirk J. Wild, a parishioner of St. Catherine of Siena Parish, as Chief Financial Officer for the Archdiocese. Pick up the Clarion Herald at church this weekend, or check out our e-edition at clarionherald.org. I'm UB Mule, Mule's Religious and Office Supply, David Drive, Metairie, and I listen to Catholic Radio. My wife Kay and I founded Mule's over 45 years ago, also known as Mule's Books and Gifts, home to the Medjugorje Star Newsletter. Just like Catholic Radio, mom and pop brick and mortar religious stores need your support. We feel religious stores plant the seed of faith for many on their spiritual journey. Thank you for shopping locally and supporting small business. Praise be Jesus and Mary. minutes after the hour on Wake Up. I'm Alicia Quibito with Damian Collado and Gabby Smith. Today is the feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. We'd love for you to come and pray the rosary with us this morning. It is our first Friday rosary. We are uh, located at 11924 Sunray Avenue in Baton Rouge. Uh, Stop by our station. We have some uh, treats from our friends at River Road Coffee. We have coffee brewing and we have some uh, some very, very sweet, delicious treats from mm-hmm. the Heavenly Donut. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so come on by. We should pray 
Oh, but like 805 but we'll we gather together and then we'll be uh, out in our parking lot with our beautiful statue of our lady uh, to begin our prayer so we hope you'll join us for that also just a reminder catholic man night is coming up we want to thank our sponsor olind group one solution it is the sixth annual catholic man night it's wednesday november 2nd Chef John Foles has prepared a fabulous menu for us. Uh, it will be at White Oak Estate and Gardens. Chef Foles will be there. This is a benefiting Catholic community radio. As you know, everything we do uh, is because of the generosity of our sponsors, donors, and underwriters, and we are so blessed. So uh, hopefully uh, the guys in your life, uh, or guys gather, come, come and join us, Coach uh, Paul Maneri, the retired baseball coach for the LSU Tiger baseball, will be our guest speaker. He is a wonderful mm. man. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, what he has to say about his his journey. I'm sure he'll have a little sports things to say, but yeah. but he's a wonderful man of faith, and we're looking forward to his message mm-hmm. for the guys. Again, that's uh, 6th Annual Catholic Man Night, Wednesday, November 2nd. You can get your reservations at ccradio.live. It's right on the homepage. Uh, you can click it, and there you go. Yeah, you'll, you'll be. Yeah, in. I wonder. I you'll wonder if in. Paul's ever had um, some New Orleans tamales. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna. Fo- we'll find out. We're when we see him on the second. We'll ask yeah. him about that. Okay. So, uh, hey, don't forget about drive time starting on Tuesday, Tuesday, October 11th through Thursday, October 13th is our three-day on-air fundraiser starting, like I said, Tuesday from seven to noon. We have great guests every hour. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Uh, it's, it's just going to be fun to listen to. We rely on listener donations during this time. Uh, we have wonderful incentives from Jacob Zuma. When you join the coffee club we'll tell you more about that mm-hmm. once drive time starts so 7 a.m next tuesday definitely yeah. be there it'll be a great time well also a great time is visiting with our friday friend jeff young he is the founder and producer of the catholic foodie blog and podcast he is the catholic foodie good morning jeff good morning y'all so glad to visit with it's you friday. this morning it is mm-hmm. friday <laughs> it's foodie friday that's awesome. Okay, so everybody is curious about your Louisiana, I mean, sorry, your New Orleans-style hot tamales, and you have a great story about this. I do, I do. You know, it's funny that um, in the story I talk about, I, I lived in Mexico for two years, you know, with Mother Teresa's priests, mm-hmm. and we've talked about that before. And so I, I had tamales there, and and, uh, and growing up, it's only, you know, sometimes things happen when you're younger yeah and you don't put the pieces together you don't really understand things until you're a little older and and sometimes that could be serious stuff right like family relations oh i never knew that so and so and so and so these two different uncles hated each other i never uh, picked that up as a kid. you know right. it could be that yeah or it could be something as simple as these tamales <laughs> when i was a kid i never had them uh-huh. but my dad loved them uh-huh. and there was a place on florida boulevard Kind of not too far. Remember, you used to have that skating rink okay. down yeah. Florida. Uh-huh. And there was a place down there, and he would go. Sometimes, I guess, after work, he would go and pick up hot tamales. Uh-huh. And now, I never had any. Uh-huh. So he must have really loved them, right? <laughs> right, right. And so, and I don't ever recall seeing him at the dinner table. I mean, this was probably just like, <laughs> he just, it was a snack. It was a And I'm just snack. putting this together later in life. And only one time, I was probably 16, probably 16, I was driving, 
and he he said, "Hey, uh, can you go pick up?" Uh, I called and I put in an order for hot tamales. Can you go pick them up? And I just I remember just this existential sort of like bafflement, <laughs> right? I'm just like. You did what? <laughs> anyway, he gave me the directions, and I went and picked them up. And I remember walking into the the door to pick these things up and thinking, what is that smell? I mean, it oh, is just so good. Oh, yeah. This is amazing. So, again, I don't even know. I may have gotten to taste one. I don't remember at this point. But I, the point is, I have talked about tamales over the years. I've had mm-hmm. different kinds of tamales over the years. And there's something very unique and distinct about New Orleans mm-hmm. hot tamales. Yes. Right? Most people, if you're from the area, you recognize Manuel's mm-hmm. hot tamales, right? That word, right. Manuel's. And this gentleman, he, he, he had, like, the market cornered. Right? Yeah, he, was, he had it covered. <laughs> and it was his son-in-law who took it over after he passed away in 1968. He passed away. But Hurricane Katrina... Did put Manuel's hot tamales under, oh. so that's a, a sad thing. Yeah. You do have some around. You can get at the um, around at different stores, but this is a recipe. You can make them. We've done. We've actually done uh, hot tamale parties where everybody comes and they help to oh, fun. make them. That's you know? fun. It's, it's kind of like the Lebanese tradition of rolling grape leaves. You know, yeah. you got you get a bunch of people over, you roll grape leaves. This mm-hmm. same thing. Okay. Uh, here's what's in it. All right. Okay. For the tamales, uh, ground beef, onions, granulated garlic, cayenne, black pepper, and, and salt, cumin, chili powder, uh, an eight-ounce can of tomato sauce, half a cup of water, um, one and a half cups of yellow cornmeal, and then a hundred tamale papers. All right. Okay, and tamale that- papers. Okay, that was my question because when I was looking over the recipe, I was like, because I know the tamale paper is not the corn husk that that is often you find in a Mexican restaurant, right? This is a tamale Correct. paper. So tell us about that. Correct. Well, a lot of stores around here have them. Okay. The grocery stores. So you can go into the section where you find Mexican food, and usually they'll have they'll have these little tamale papers there. Okay. Yeah. I've heard some so, people in a bind, they just used uh, uh, coffee filters. Really? really? That's interesting. Wow. Okay. okay. What about what about cigarette paper? Can you use that? Stop. Okay. So anyway, no, just that may be too small, and it may it may disintegrate <laughs> in the water. Okay. So tell us, tell because it's it's a little bit of a process, but it's not too tricky, right, Jeff? This is something everybody can do. Right. Okay. It it, it is. So it's one of the things that's distinct about the New Orleans style tamales is that they're cooked in a sauce, like a tomato-based sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you can make your little sauce and set it aside. And the, the ingredients for that is just a, is just tomato sauce or even crushed tomatoes if you want to use those. Mm-hmm. Uh, cumin, chili powder, and then salt and black pepper. Bring it to a boil, then remove the meat, set aside. Okay. And then the tamales themselves, uh, you're, you're, you're mixing together uh, the, uh, the, the seasoning, all the seasonings and onions. Mm-hmm. You're going to mix that with that three pounds of meat. And you're going to use, you mix it well. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, you're going to separate out like a little bowl, about about a tablespoon, just a little enough to fit in the palm of your hand. Okay. You're going to roll it out into like a, a cylinder, okay. right? kind of like a little log, I guess, mm-hmm. is a, another way of saying it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, you, your papers need to be put in water so that they're saturated. Okay. You're going to take the paper, one paper at a time, and you're just going to fold it. Into the paper, roll it into the paper. Okay. Make sure that you, you know, each end needs to be sealed. So you're going to seal it into 
seal the meat into the paper. Oh, sure. So okay. you just make it look like a little little tamale. Okay. And okay. you're going to stack those. Those are cooked. They're actually cooked in the liquid, so they're going to be stacked sideways, okay. laying down. And you go all the first layer all one direction, the next layer perpendicular, kind of back and forth until okay. until you're done. Okay. So you're going to have about ninety to one hundred tamales per okay. per uh, right. recipe. And they we're running out of time already, Jeff. But they, they're going to cook a while on the stove in this tomato sauce, correct? Correct. You, okay. you do a low, just kind of a low simmer for about two hours. Okay. Okay. Jeff, let our listeners know where they can find this recipe and find out more about you, the Catholic Foodie. CatholicFoodie.com and then, of course, on all the, the socials. Social media. So He's there. there. All right. Thanks so much, Jeff. Check him out, CatholicFoodie.com. Stick around. Father Paul Yee, pastor of St. George Catholic Church in Baton Rouge, is talking about Our Lady of the Rosary. It is 15 minutes before the hour on Wake Up. CC Radio Did you know? Want to keep up with us on Instagram? Just follow Catholic Community Radio on Instagram to receive immediate posts and pics. And also visit ccradio.live. Catholic Community Radio invites you to pray for the priests in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. This week, join us in praying for Father Jeff Bahi, Father Al Davidson, Father Randy Cuevas, and Father Brad Doyle. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for the gift of our priests. Through them, we experience your presence in the sacraments. Help our priests to be strong in their vocation and set their souls on fire with love for your people. Grant them the wisdom, understanding, and strength they need to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Give them the words they need to spread the gospel. Allow them to experience joy in their ministry and help them to become instruments of your divine grace. We ask this through Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns as our eternal priest. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Help save lives by supporting Bridge House, Grace House, Spectacular Thrift Stores. Your donation of furniture and home goods provides bargains for those needing used furnishings at a good price. We have good stuff. We'll even come pick up your donation. 504-525-3130, 7901 Airline Highway and 4243 Earhart Boulevard. Uh, Did we mention we have good stuff? Bridge House, Grace House, Spectacular Thrift Stores. Why worry about termites? Termites cause billions of dollars in property damage each year. They primarily feed on wood, but also damage paper, books, insulation, and even swimming pool liners. One of the questions we hear most often is, can I treat the house myself? Ridding a home of termites requires special skills. A knowledge of building construction is needed. Many of these potential points of entry are hidden and difficult to access. Termite control also utilizes specialized equipment and knowledge of specific termite behaviors. In short, termite treatment is a job for professionals. Do-it-yourself products sold to homeowners at retail stores or bought over the internet will seldom eradicate an existing termite problem. Bug Ninja Pest Control. We service New Orleans, the North Shore, and Baton Rouge. BugNinjaPestControl.com 225-414 2020. 
Here's a CC Radio Digital. Do you have trouble tuning into our station at night or when you're away from town? Well, listen to us 24-7 on your smartphone or computer. Always clear, always on at ccradio.live. Twelve minutes before the top of the hour on this Friday morning. Welcome back to Wake Up. And with us right now is Father Paul Yee. He is pastor at St. George Catholic Church in Baton Rouge, a beautiful church. And we're here to talk about a beautiful lady, Our Lady of the Rosary. That's today's feast day. And Father Paul, thank you for being with us on Wake Up this morning. Well, good morning, everyone. So, Our Lady of the Rosary, tell us a little bit about this particular feast day and how it came about. Well, the the origin of Our Lady of the Rosary, the original, actually, the title is the Feast of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Victory, Mm -hmm. which was commemorating the victory over the the uh, Turks during this um, uh, seaworthy battle um, on on the coast of Lepanto, where uh, the, if, um, if the Ottoman Empire had succeeded, um, uh, then um, perhaps even Rome would be over, uh, overrun by the Ottoman Empire, and uh, the faith as we know it would not probably exist. Um, but at the time, uh, various countries, Christian countries, um, under the uh, under the Pope had uh, formed a holy uh, league, and um, with a little uh, little group of ships, uh, they went uh, um, against a, a very large fleet of uh, Ottoman Empire ships. And um, before going to battle, um, everyone on the ship um, and uh, the in, entire Christendom was encouraged to pray the Rosary. And so, uh, even though the size was very uh, small, uh, all but 13, uh, 13 of the 300 Turkish uh, boat was sank or captured. And so, uh, the Pope uh, uh, declared this a uh, great feast day on the October the 7th, um, 1571. And uh, so, that's the, uh, the origin of, of this feast day, of course, but uh, we know that uh, rosary has such a deep historical um, significance over the over the years. You know, it's it's uh, um, you know as we attribute traditionally to um, Saint Dominic, but we also know that uh, historians would say that uh, Saint Dominic um, really kind of preached it and uh, popularized it uh, in order to convert Albigensians. But um, we know that the Rosary had such a powerful influence, um, especially in the recent uh, memory for these, uh, some older generation remember Our Lady of Fatima's call um, to, to pray the Rosary to, um, to overcome the darkness of communism mm-hmm. and uh, how that powerful that has been uh, as we saw uh, the Berlin Wall come down in the late in- 1980s without a blood are being shed yes boy that and and the that is to me a powerful weapon the rosary and now i know people say oh i can't believe you associate it Mm -hmm. as a weapon Mm -hmm. but when no bullets are fired or 
stones are tossed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how beautiful is that? And I know you uh, love the Blessed Mother very much, and as an a- you're an advocate of the Rosary, sort of like uh, our friend Padre Pio was. He said, "Pray the Rosary and pray it often." Mm-hmm. Right, and you know it's. Uh, I- some uh, Immaculate uh, Elisa, remember she she wrote that um, left mm-hmm. to tell mm-hmm. about her uh, Rwanda genocide experience. You know she promotes rosary, and so oftentimes when she goes to conferences, she gets asked, "What is a rosary?" And so she then tries to answer it. Well, it's like trying to explain what the ocean is, and so she says, "I could say that the ocean is a huge body of salt water, mm-hmm. or." I could say the ocean is God's gift to us, the source of life that brings rain to our crops and helps us to warm and cool our planet. And without the ocean, the life on Earth would be impossible. And in a similarly, I could say that the rosy is just a string of prayer beads or it's a string of beads that, like the ocean, is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. It was presented to us by the Virgin Mary. When we pray it, the way Blessed Mother instructed us, it will sustain us, and our spirit will flourish. And without prayer, our spiritual life is impossible. Wow. That's a beautiful quote. That is beautiful. Yes, yes. And you, what would you say to someone who, like you just referenced, doesn't really understand the rosary? Uh, how, how would you get someone to begin praying? So I think the hang-up is I don't understand why... Um, well, for the, the hang-up is with the uh, Blessed Mother, especially if the person is from Protestant faith. Mm. Wow. But um, a simple explanation, as one priest put it, is to pray the rosary means nothing else than to find a way to be with Jesus and Mary. Mm. And by meditating on the mysteries of their life, we are there with Jesus and Mary. Oh. And so mm. it's, it's a way of introducing someone to... Um, if you want to op- open the, if you want to open the book of the Bible in a deeper mysteries, then open, op- put your hand in the rosary beads, and those mysteries mm. will unfold before you in prayer. Yes, uh, and what's interesting is the format or the way the rosary is prayed goes back to our desert fathers before the rosary ever existed. Uh, I believe it was 150 psalms they would pray, uh, and that's where the three uh, decades, I believe, come from. I mean, the uh, three rosaries come from with five decades each, 150 prayers. Yeah, so, I mean, it took a long time before the uh, the rosary really took shape, and so that's why uh, the historians would say, you know, even Dominican order would not uh, attribute it, does not mention in the earliest accounts of his life that really... You know, the simply uh, Blessed Mother just handed the entire form <laughs> into, <laughs> the la- into the lap of uh, St. Dominic. So, because it was interesting, uh, what I learned was that um, the entire the prayer of Hail Mary itself took a thousand years before it wow. became into its final form. And <laughs> the final form was actually approved of the Hail Mary at, uh, in 1568. When at the Council of Trent, it was included in the Council of Trent Catechism, hmm. and and so uh, you, you can see that like the uh, the 
uh, back way back when they used to say, you know, they used the words "Hail Mary, full of grace," and then another another person added um, a different part to it, and then so um, it took a while before we had this entire prayer of Hail Mary. But it's interesting that you know, if if this final form of rosary was approved 1568, and only three years later, you know, we have the uh, uh, the feast day of Our Lady of the Rosary declared on October the seventh, fifteen seventy-one. It's almost if, as if you know how um, Saint Bernadette was given that special privilege of meeting this lady who calls herself "I am, um, I am the Immaculate Conception," mm-hmm. and well, only a few years prior, the Pope declared the dogma of the Immaculate Conception. It's as if uh, an opportunity was given for the people to understand and to unfold the power and the mystery of the rosary mm. only three years after the, the, the final form of the uh, Hail Mary was approved. Yes. Father Yi, uh, time is up, but could you leave us with a prayer to wrap up today's show? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Heavenly Father, we ask for your special grace, especially as we entrust our hand into the heart and to the love of our Blessed Mother. May she enfold us with her tender love for us. May her gaze of her love penetrate our hearts and open our hearts to her Son, Jesus, who loves us and whom we are precious to him. We ask all this to Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father Yee, for being with us this morning. Thank you. All right. Thanks for being with us. We'll catch you back here Monday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless. Wake Up is a production of Catholic Community Radio.